So, how you doing? It's me, Cindy. I've been thinking about how everybody's doing and what any of us can do to feel better and help others around us be okay. Susan, my yoga teacher, was talking about the challenges we're coping with and how one day you can be fine or okay, and the next day you're not at all. And I was like, what? You mean other people are feeling that too? Oddly, while I don't wish anyone to be unsettled or unhappy or struggling, this was kind of good news to me because honestly, I thought it was just me and I was feeling annoyed at myself for not handling it better. I'm not used to these random waves of negative feelings, mostly because I've spent a good deal of time trying to learn how to be happier, content, solid, working at appreciation and awareness, and making a concerted effort to seek out the good in my life and life in general. But even though I can still find reasons to be grateful and all that, it's not enough to hold back those feelings, fear, sadness, worry, heartache, that I can't do anything with. I mean, where do you go with that? Other than trying to talk yourself out of it, and what purpose does it serve? Is there anything bad in feeling good? It would be nice if I could give you the answer. It would be good if I had the answer, but I don't. So I'm left with trying to find ways to offset, control, tamp down, push away, conquer these bouts of, well, feeling kind of crushed by it all. Here's what worked for me sometimes. Talking. Here's what works for me sometimes. Talking. I know when you get on the phone with someone, the last thing you'd think either of you would need to focus on is the misery of the situation. But there's a lot to deal with, a lot that is so far outside of the norm that it may be the first time we're forced to cope with it, like not being able to hug your friends. Just that alone makes it some sort of alternate universe we've been jet-packed into. I'll tell you this, I have stopped feeling badly about spending any time talking about what we're going through. This is a huge challenge, and that is an enormous understatement. So being able to put reactions and perceptions and feelings into words can only be helpful. Think of it like when you're boiling water. If you have the top on too tight, there's nowhere for the steam to go. I guess that's the literal translation of letting off steam so the lid doesn't just blow across the room or the top of your head doesn't shoot off. So yeah, talk about what it's like, what you're feeling, how you're doing. And then after you've complained and commiserated, Move on to something more hopeful. Make a plan to do something for yourself, for each other, for your community, for strangers. After all, while we're all mighty isolated right now, we're all going through this together, whether it feels that way or not. I was reading that loneliness and social isolation are growing health concerns. It turns out touch deprivation is a thing impacting us physically and emotionally. The absence of hugging, or even linking arms, which works to calm your stress and soothe you, becomes a problem for people who are quarantining alone or with people that they don't have, you know, physical connections with. But here you go. While there's no exact substitute for human touch, there are a few alternatives that can sort of take the place of a hug or holding hands. Ready? There's video chatting. While it doesn't flood your brain with as much oxytocin as real in-person interacting, it's maybe almost 80% as effective. I think I already recognized how much of a difference it makes actually seeing someone's face while we're talking, but I didn't know it was backed by science. I was pretty happy about that. If you're using video chat for work or for school, spending the first couple of minutes just connecting as humans, you know, how you doing? can trigger that oxytocin release and reduce anxiety. 
You can also get similar benefits to human touch by dancing or singing or doing yoga with others online. There's a website called Daybreaker. They coined the term DOSE, or D-O-S-E, which stands for the four brain chemicals that trigger happiness, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, to illustrate that dance is good for you. They host dance parties online. You can sign up for a small fee, 10, 15 bucks, or you could just get some friends to join you on Zoom or Video Messenger, or if none of your friends are, yeah, let's dance, you got YouTube just sitting there ready to help you lead a Congo line. I'm guessing, given my own response, that you don't need to be dancing or singing or even doing yoga with others in order for it to be beneficial. Sometimes doing something good for someone else can make you feel better. Maybe it's the distraction, but it's more likely the endorphins that seem to kick in in response to acts of kindness. When you get some free time, or to make use of all the free time we're swimming in right now, Check in with your friends and family, especially those you haven't been in touch with lately. You never know when a call could make a difference. Think about when you're feeling sad or afraid or stressed and how a familiar voice can turn your day around, right? Even just thinking about it gives me a little tinge of happiness. There's never been a better time than now to make a call when we're all in the same boat, especially maybe to somebody you haven't spoken to in ages. Months? Years? None of that matters. What matters now is I thought of you and wanted to hear your voice or I wanted to see how you're doing. This might even be a good time to rebuild a burnt bridge if you're willing to risk it. I learned this from soap operas and then in real life, sometimes it's stupid things, misunderstandings, maybe a bad mood or a thought that should have been left unsaid that caused a rift that grew and over time became over-exaggerated. Maybe this could all put that in a different perspective now. Check in on your neighbors. Call or text to see if they need anything you can help with. You know, like that got a cup of sugar neighbor that you see in old movies. Or stand outside across the lawn from each other and have a conversation. We do that on my street. Moses, hey, Mo, how you doing? Oh, okay, what are you doing? Well, not much. And Lori and Claude Sisko down the street. It really helps that I like my neighbors. And it's perfectly fine to laugh about, isn't this weird to be shouting back and forth? And do I have to remind you that laughter has its own magical benefits? I don't think so. As a matter of fact, seek out laughter. Nothing wrong with escapism. Nothing. I prefer mine delivered via TV or books, but I've apparently got to be more careful with my choices. I have started and then abandoned a couple of books lately. One where the three sisters were having their own hardships. No thanks. There's enough of that heartache right now without having to read what some author made up. And as far as TV... That comes with its own issues. Like, I'll be watching some fluff show, comedies mostly, and then the commercial break and it's like, boom, reality in these unprecedented times. Or, stay home for everyone who can't. Or, till we can be together again. Hashtag alone together. So much for keeping my mind off reality. Hey, advertisers, reminding us we're having to wave through the window at grandpa or FaceTime with the kids. Maybe you should be saving that money. On the other hand, running ads at least is helping the TV channels pay their bills. That's almost hashtag looking for the silver lining. I'm trying to keep an eye out for those little bright spots. Like on Facebook, the East End Takeout Group promotes our local restaurants and delis that are totally relying on takeout orders to stay in business. And there are already over 6,000 people who are in the group and sharing menus and updates and photos of their meals and generally cheering on and promoting these businesses that are struggling to stay afloat. I mean, that's nice, right? Debbie Loesch and her Angels of Long Island group have over 48,000 
8,000 members on Facebook. That's over 48,000 people contributing to or at least following their mission to help those who need help. Check out all the good they're doing. Maybe you want to get involved. Or maybe it just helps to remember that for all the bad there is right now, there is still a lot of good out there. On that Angels of Long Island Facebook page, they recently posted a reminder that, and I quote, who we buy from now will decide who's standing later. This is solid truth for you. So if the businesses you like are still finding a way to stay open, make a point to give them your business or maybe even just support with a Facebook post, a recommendation, a shout out. It could help make the difference. I want to thank Mick Hargraves for his Facebook post that prompted this episode. I'd been struggling with, what do I say that isn't already being said a million times? It's not like I could do a podcast right now about anything else. I mean, this is pretty much at the forefront of my thoughts constantly. I just needed a little push to focus, and then I read Mick's post, which read in part, Listen, there's heavy depression out there. I have zero professional skills in this, but I know that a phone call is probably the best kind of initial check-in right now. Then you follow up on that. However, do it. Give them a shake and howdy and keep them laughing. People out there are in emotional trouble and it'll be easy for them to slip into a mode of hopelessness. That's when the trouble starts. I read that and I knew I had to talk to you about this, about how we've got to take care of each other as we all slog forward. Virtual handholding, literal comfort and assurance and support and cheerleading and whatever else it's going to take. I've got this to hold on to. And I've probably already said this, but it's helpful for me to say it again, to continue to remind myself, and maybe for you to be hearing it again. Where we are now is just where we are now. What we're going through is just what we're going through now. It is huge in many ways. It is a miserable challenge, but it won't last forever. That's guaranteed. Nothing in history, no tragedies, struggles, no wars, no famine, nothing is without end. So take comfort and consolation in knowing that somehow, at some point, we're going to be okay. And if you can suggest a good, uplifting, or enlightening, or just plain funny book, I would really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear more related episodes on seeking comfort, staying sane, sidestepping stress, and the relaxing five minutes peace, plus dozens of unrelated and purely fun episodes, you can subscribe to the It's Me, Cindy podcasts on whatever platform you're listening from now. Take care of yourself.